Hey, welcome back to Pitching Old Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we're just a couple of goalies that have taken one too many pucks to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. We mostly cover the NHL, but we'll also discuss other happenings around the hockey world, so be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let us know what you think. Also, be sure to comment and share any hockey news, highlights, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Steve, to start off today's podcast, we just kind of wanted to jump right into the World Juniors. The best time of the flipping year. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, it's been, it's been an interesting watch so far. Some lopsided games, but some great performances. We'll get into we'll get into some of the stuff behind you know the lopsided games and why you keep pushing it, but some great goaltending in this tournament early on. It, it, you know what's the, what I love about this tournament though? It's watching the other teams play, other than the the, the big expected ones, right? And when they play yeah. each other, it's a great entertaining game. And when you watch all the passion of those players in those games, right? Absolutely. So it's 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 awesome watching their passion, you know, for the game as they're playing along. So um, especially when you're celebrating at the end, like they they won the tournament, right? After winning yep. a game, and it's not and it, look, I'm not diminishing their emotion or anything behind that. It's so awesome to see that, you know, if if only every player could play that, you know, every single game like that. Uh, I know you eventually emotionally burn out, but it's just awesome to watch, right? No, it was excellent to watch, and that's why I think uh, the three days of the uh, basically the tournament truly starting, as it effectively started on Christmas Day with Slovakia, Switzerland. Um, I think all three days have been uh, have had their own storyline. Kind of really good games on on Friday and Sunday, but lopsided Sunday or lopsided Saturday. Like, why did I waste my time? But uh, you don't know that's well. Can't say you don't know that's going to happen, but well, you, you know it's possibly going to happen. We'll, we'll, we'll just talk about this one. Like Germany, you got to feel terrible right now because their yeah. roster is just depleted. Depleted, with, you know, with the, the amount of players they're quarantined. So, you know, it's it's really unfortunate, right? Because they're an up and coming yeah. country when it comes to hockey. They're getting more guys drafted. They're playing teams tight, and then you're facing Canada after back to backs, right? So your team's already depleted, and the, the truth is that really doesn't it doesn't really help out Canada, truthfully, as you know, as a starting game, because you're playing a team that's that's just you know it's it's not their best talent that's out there, right? And a team that's right. already worn down. So the uh, Slovak goalie, Lutskowski. How do you pronounce that guy's name? Lutskowski. Lutskowski. I would go Dude. with. But- Unbelievable! That gloves, like that glove scene, right? Out. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! That, that, well, he had a great save at the uh, towards the end of the second, right? Everyone's talking yeah. about the save at the end of the third, but the one where the guy just runs in. So yeah, the the, the pull off a one nothing win for Slovakia. That's you know more or less what you expected to come out of this game, right? You didn't expect a high scoring game. Soccer yeah, Russian USA. USA. So uh, I will say overall, a good game, a very entertaining game. I wish as an American for different results. But the Russians, again, I mean, they're one of the three powerhouse teams here. So uh, five, six powerhouse teams, I mean, but they're top three. And yeah, it was entertaining. Uh, then we move into the three least entertaining games, hopefully, of the tournament. Yeah, the Sweden-Czech Republic game. That game was entertaining, truthfully. It, it didn't get out of hand till late. And I think the the score was lopsided considering the play. That game was close for a long time. And then it just, the Czech Republic opened it up real quick with that 1-0 lead. 
but the play never felt like it was lopsided, but you kept seeing the score go up towards the end of the game. And you're like, well, okay. It, truthfully, a pretty entertaining game despite the score. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to say that like, even though it shows a lopsided score, seven to one, uh, I, can I also say, I love the Czech Republic's jerseys. I love that, that logo. I think it's, I think it's sick, really impressed by the jerseys, but yeah, the play was great. And yeah. So can we talk about the no goal in that game? Yeah. On the Czech Republic's no goal, you remember, right? Like, it, yeah. truthfully, I agree with the ref's decision. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they made the wrong call, but all logic tells you that was a goal. Considering where the puck was, if you know, if you know your mitt as a goalie, you know your mitt, you know where that puck went, you know where he made that goal save. That wasn't a save. That crossed the line fully in hockey logic, but you couldn't prove it. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. It's got it's. You have to see the puck cross the line until we have the technology that where there's a chip in the puck that completely shows its placement, right? It's all I said they have to do because once you establish the line with the once you establish something within the net, like on the pipe, and that thing, and they say definitively this is a hundred percent a goal, even though you can't see it, then that's a goal. The chip says so. Yeah. So you know they'll you know I, I know they've been talking about doing that, but I think that's the best way because the truth is the puck's in the net, it's in the net. You know, the fact that you can't see it doesn't mean, you know, it should not mean it's not a goal, right? Because, you know, I, I you remember back in the day before they did a lot of video replay, you'd see the goalie make the glove save, but he was well into the net making the save and pulling it back. And you're like, that was yeah. a freaking goal. <laughs> right? yeah. Like that, That's a goal. And you would watch the replay. And now they His whole glove in, is in the net. <laughs> exactly. And you're, you know, I remember my dad going, well, that's a goal. This is just stupid. I'm like, yeah, why, why not replay things like that, right? Now going um, back now going back to the let's talk about Germany Canada, again. Germany, yeah. A tired a tired depleted German team up against back to back games. And up against Canada, who's yeah. revved up and ready to go for their first game. For the people that were like, Oh, this is just an embarrassment, you don't do it. No, Canada did the right thing. They stopped celebrating, you know, you know, guy would score, you go get the guy a quick tap and you know, you go back to you know, center, or you make the line change and go down the line, right? Yeah, and that's and the only thing you can do, and this is what you expect. Um, and I've been lit up like this as a goalie as well. So as a goalie, you don't want to see the guys celebrating when they're running the score up because, again, I played on, I played a couple games with depleted teams, and both of those games, like we had one game in Cardiff where we had one guy on the bench, one, and we had a game in Swindon where we had, I think, three guys on the bench. Both those opposing teams had their full rosters. So the game in Cardiff, I faced 105 shots, letting in 21 of them. But, you know, third, fourth rebound chances, I'm like, I got nothing left, man. I got They had two on 3 on 0 break. You're just, you're overheated. You're exhausted. And then that Swindon game, I faced 86 shots and let 20 of them in. And that was a team that was way better than we were in the first place. They were actually a semi-pro team. Some of the players actually got made money off of this team. So they were a really, really good team, and they just decided they wanted to keep running their top two lines on us. So, again, I'll always talk about those two games. The Cardiff game that the players didn't celebrate, they rotated their lines once they got up enough. And then the Swindon team can go f*** themselves. Uh, rotating their top two lines and celebrating is why I started to slash them. So, sorry. Still have no love for that Swindon team. Uh, you're not sorry. I'm Canadian. We apologize, but we don't even apologize for that. That's the thing. It's like, but that's a big that's a big difference. Celebrating versus not celebrating. You guys clearly have the full roster. 
We're exhausted. Our guys can't keep up. I can't stop everything. Stop celebrating like you're I, – I, I'm with you. I don't think Don Cherry, you know, don't run up the score. No, it's goal differential is important, a thing like this. I would say that there's some other takeaways from this game. Can we talk about Levi's save? Is it Levi or Levy? I live in Utah, so I'm calling him Levi. I think it's – you know, to be honest with you, I thought it was Levy, but I could be wrong, right? Well, so... it makes more sense, but I live in Utah, so I, I say Levi. So I'm going to go with Levy if I'm wrong. Somebody correct me. But Levy's save on Stutzel – Early in the first was just sick. Do you recall yeah. that save? Oh, yeah. No. I, so this is what I, I wish I could watch every one of these games, right? Um, yeah. Back in the day when I didn't have kids or, you know, I still worked. You know, Are you still I, being a responsible parent? Yeah, on a, week, on a weekend, right? It's hard to, be, hard to be a responsible parent for, you know, a six-hour block. Okay, kids, you're on your own. <laughs> so... But, you know, the Team Canada game I watched, but then I started dipping in and out because as soon as the score got to oh yeah five, you know, I think at that point it was 5-1, I went, okay, I know which way this game's going, right? Because you could just see the Germans didn't have the gas in their tank and Canada was revved up and ready to go. I just, yeah. you just knew where this was going. So I was in and out, I was watching things, but, you know, just watching shot after shot go in. And you saw the next game, which we'll get into, and it was a completely different story. Right, well, um, a, a couple more takeaways from the, the Canada game. Uh, you know, Garland came in for Canada as the game got out of hand, so they didn't need to keep Levy in there. And I do want to talk about, uh, did you see the tweet from Luongo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, because we all remember that play with Luongo. And so when that happened, I thought that was, when he posted that, I just, but I burst out. Do I have a German son? I'm like, oh, it hurt as a goalie, but then that that kind of softened the blow. It's yeah. like, uh, we've all been there, man. We've all yeah. mishandled that puck and just gave. It. Yeah, yeah. Next game, U.S. Austria. Here's the thing: that first period, it looked like Austria was going to make this a game. One nothing. The U.S. just kept missing opportunities, like banking them off the post, missing wide open nets, and it's like, okay, this is going to be a game. It's an American. I was like, oh, hell, come on, guys. But as a hockey fan, I'm like, this could be a fun one. But uh, And then, you know, at the end of the day, the, the U.S. got its gears in control in the second period. You know, started run up to score. Wolf earned a 10-shot shutout. So congratulations on Wolf on the shutout. He didn't have a lot of action, but sometimes that's actually pretty dangerous for a goalie, not getting a lot of action during a game because you can... You know, you're not feeling it on your pad. You can let in something you might consider relatively weak. So a shutout is a shutout. And so congratulations. There's not much to take away from this game. I would jump in again on Sebastian, and I'm going to slaughter this guy's Ranischitz, the the Austrian goalie. Mm-hmm. Man, 50, I think he made 58 saves on 68 shots before he cramped up and had to leave the game with 10 minutes left. And I think then Bernard came in and he allowed, I think he allowed the 11th goal. I'm not 100% sure he allowed the last goal, but but 73 shots. The U.S. got off 73 shots on the Austrians. That's insane for this, even this level. You know, man of the match, man, is Ranishitz. I mean, that is getting lit up, and he stayed in there as long as he could. The Swiss stayed in it for a good portion of it, right, and looked really, oh, yeah. really good. Yeah, because it was like a 4-1 to one game, but yeah, I think it was 1-1 to one for like ever. Yeah, it took, and it, even when you watch the reports of the game, right? It just—it's another one that doesn't really tell the tale of the game. Um, no, exactly. Finland, Finland played a good game, but it was a really tightly played game. So, not good, you know, hockey day where everything sort of settled in, right? The Swiss are always pesky, always, yeah. always, always pesky. The Finns, 
you know, they've adopted the almost, you know, I'd say semi-North American style of play, right? They've got the speed dynamic to their game, but they will gum it up, frustrate you, and then come back down at ice. Like, they've got, you know, they're, they're another team that's, you know, really tough to play against. So, yeah, that was a yeah. good that was that was definitely a good game. That was a good game. Fatten made 39 saves on 43 shots. Again, he started to kind of get lit up there towards the end. And then did you see that uh, Finnish player almost wrap around on his own goalie? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was watching that. And I give credit to the Finn goalie there because I personally probably would have panicked seeing my player do that and slid to try to stop him from bearing it he had a lot of confidence in his his teammate there and he just kind of watched him and because he just started losing and he started realizing he was losing it towards and i'm like what's happening if he puts us past his own goalie that's going to change his game yeah yeah. Um, well, especially in these tournaments when it's this close, right? Oh, yeah. That um, was a pretty interesting game right there. And then Canada-Slovakia was way closer than I anticipated. Well, so this is the problem. And I've seen it in tournaments before where your very first opponent isn't isn't a great opponent, right? And again, it's not, it's not slamming the German team. It's They weren't a great opponent. A depleted German team. Yeah, first of all, Germany. German, yeah. You know, down again, eight players played the night before. So, and the German coach even said, like, they were looking past this game. Their next game is the bigger game for them, right? Not this one. So that's that's how they were looking at this game, right? So, and I think even the, the Slovaks, you know, sort of had the, okay, so we're going to play Canada. We're going to see how it goes, right? But they're focusing on their next game being the bigger one for them as well um, because they need that next win really bad. But yeah, they do. the Slovaks... Okay, the first period was, it wasn't about opportunities for the Slovakia team. It was all about, let's gum it up for the, uh, you know, gum it up against the Canadians. Let's not give them chances. Let's get them really frustrated and, you know, and get in their heads. And it worked. They, Canada, you know, came out in that second period. They were up by one goal, but in the next period, the Slovaks started taking it to Canada. And they kept it tight the whole game. So as a Canadian, I just kept sitting back going, okay, there wasn't any really second period wise i don't think there was any really huge chances it was a third period that made me nervous and when canada got the second goal i went okay that should be the i said the words that should be the heartbreaker but then somebody takes a penalty and i'm like (laughs) there you go right you took a penalty what what was it it was it was something like only three minutes left to go in the game we took the penalty like that's yeah i think it was a tripping yeah it was a trip and this is just when, you know, again, it's part of the game, right? But it's just when you do not want to take the penalty. And they got a goal. Uh, the only thing I didn't understand, though, too, was I know they were waiting for possession of the puck in their end uh, before they pulled the goalie and it worked yeah. out. But I'm always the, if you got the face off down there. Just take it. Yeah, yeah. Take, take the extra guy because you've got another guy that can get to that puck, right? So if you lose it. You know, you can draw it up as if you win. Here's what you want to do. If you lose it, the extra guy comes in and attacks for pressure, right? You just essentially overcompensate wherever that puck goes, right? Trying to get it back. Because if you put enough force, they're not going to be flicking it high down the ice or getting a really good shot off, right? Because the only way that usually works is a player has to be completely isolated, right? They have to have a clean win right back to somebody, you know, who can make a quick outlet pass for a shot. And that generally doesn't happen, all, you know, all that frequently right off the face, off, right? In the NHL, you'll see it more, but not at this level. But AK criticized the coach because they got that goal and they pushed to make it closer, right? 
Because then all of a sudden, yeah, a that puck wouldn't have trickled past that defenseman's stick, man. Yeah, they could have still rattled off some more shots. But oh, the no, second they, you saw they, that happen, you knew Canada wasn't going to let it go. No, so that's it. So, but the thing was, they were pressuring. I was nervous that this game was going to go. It was going to get tied and go into overtime, which you do not want to friggin' see because when that happens, the momentum's on the other team, right? Levi, I think it is Levi. He played a good game. The Yep. Uh, the Slovak goalie played a heck of a game. Yeah, and this was a great goalie showdown. Haval, uh, how do you pronounce the Slovak's goalie's name? Like Haval, Halavo, Halavo. I have no idea. I won't even uh, try. Samuel, you played a good game. Yeah, Samuel played a good game. <laughs> you know, Leave, Levi, Levy, you played a good game. Uh, it was a, it was a great goalie showdown. It was a, it was a fun game to watch. It was a high shot game. I think both game, both shots were over thirty. It was entertaining. Like I say, as it, as, as. Team Canada fan, obviously, like gut check on the last couple minutes of that game, right? So, and also, remember how he said about the shots, picking your shot yeah. opportunities and doing stuff because it was in the third period. I forget which player it was, came down the ice and he fired a shot, short side, missed. It rattled around, and I forget what mark that was, but I went, you don't want to do that at this point in the game. You got a one nothing lead. That's not a high percentage shot. And again, you snipers, I know you look at that and say, I can make it. Yeah, it's not a high percentage shot, so don't take that shot. Post up. Waste time on the clock. Like, if you dropped your shoulder and came in and tried for a move, hey, awesome. Different story. But you missed. It rattled off, went around the far side of the boards, and it was a breakout for the Slovaks. That's the kind of stuff you have to be leery of. At any point, you know, it's just, it's just at any point in the game with those shots, right? So understand early on you're trying to score a goal, but just be aware of everything else that's going on the ice at the time. But... Yeah, that was that was that one made me nervous, man. <laughs> it really yeah, no, made I me mean, nervous. It, it, yeah, I mean, it didn't make me nervous. I'm not Canadian, but I will say, you know, watching our Canadian prospect on Buffalo there as well, Cousins. <laughs> I'm excited to get him a Sabres uniform as well too. Watching both Paterka and Cousins this this tournament, it's like can't wait till these kids hit the ice in Sabres uniforms. Really talented players. Czech Republic, Russia. What about this game? Okay, so. I did not watch this game, and now I'm kicking myself in the butt. <laughs> Dude, so. this is the so the Czech Republic has won three of the last five games over Russia, and this is actually the first time Russia has been shut out in like eight, eight, nine years of play. They haven't been shut out since the gold medal game in 2012. So pretty impressive, really, really fun game by the Czechs and Russians here. Well, who's uh, Lu- Lucas Parik is the Czech goalie. My God, he was on fire. And again, the passion out of these players when they when they won that game was just super fun to watch. Yeah. So so you didn't get to see the did you get to see the highlights of this game? No, I haven't even watched the highlights. So Oh, you gotta watch it. This game got chippy. It was it was a fun game to watch. It was a really like I said, it was a really fun game to watch. So far, I don't know which has been my favorite. I, and honestly, I still go back to that first game of the whole tournament. Slovakia-Switzerland, for me so far, was the most entertaining game to watch. Uh, but this one and, honestly, the Canada-Slovakia game were, were pretty close. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna check it out. Like I can, you can watch the whole game. I just wish they would. They they will do the top saves of the tournament, you know, or the of the of the day and those things. I would love to see more of this because you know it was going to be a tight checking game. Uh, as you said, it was chippy. How many penalty minutes were in this? I can't say it was anything excessive. It wasn't low. It wasn't high. It was just honestly your typical penalties. Okay, so so nothing, just nothing a chippy crazy. game. 
So with that said, thank you for joining us at Pigeon Hockey. This was Chris and Steve, and we will catch you next time.